I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Episode 49. Guess what? We're still a podcast. We're so still here. There's nothing good to talk about in regards to this team. It's Micah the Halo. This is Tyler and Jacob. Jacob, say hello to the world. Hey, everybody. Hello, world. We're still here. We're not fucking leaving. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. The Angels have tried to make us leave. We've taken a leave of absence, some personal time, uh, some emotional emotional damage this season unlike any other at least in recent years in my opinion yeah, unlike, I, mean, I know everyone says it's the same thing but this year feels different so as we've all been saying this team is different all year not in the ways we like but it's even worse we thought last year was bad i mean this year is just the way we started off just the way things looked i mean it made all all the sense in the world for us to be happy going into this season and all of that's been taken away. You lose Rendon. You lose Trout. You lose Archie Bradley jumping over a wall. Not that he was doing any good prior to that. Yeah. Just... Here's my question then off the bat. Would you rather have this been the same way as it is now all year? Or was the hot start something you could at least hang on to till next year? A little promising, you know, something... To look forward to, maybe they can play at that level again. I'm almost thinking from an emotional point or emotional standpoint, excuse me, at this part of the year because it's just the dog days. We know we're not going anywhere. We're waiting to see who's going to get traded. I would almost rather not had a hot start and gotten our hopes up. You know, it's almost like, yeah, just, just I mean, it, it's it's nice that it happened, but uh, you know, to be basically blue balled. Into thinking this is going to be the I was year go there, where yeah. we potentially make the playoffs. That it, I'd rather it not have happened. You're right. I'd rather start off the same way that we're playing now. It wouldn't make sense with the caliber of players that we had when we started, but the lineups that we're rolling out now, like I, I, I missed some names too when we were talking about like who we lost at the beginning of the season. We lost Fletch. Not that he was doing fantastic in hey, spring training hey, or anything, hey, but you know, Harlem Globetrotter David Fletcher. Yeah. So what you're saying is the Angels sent the U up text and got a response. They got a response. But then as they acted on said response. And it became a potential relationship, and then they ghosted us. Right. Exactly. They were like, Would I, you I'm just rather... in for a summer fling. This isn't, this isn't me. I still need to work on myself. I have a lot of emotional issues to work out. Right. And see, last year... They sent the U-Up text. And they didn't get a response, but at the very beginning of the year, they got those three little bubbles. Yep. Like, oh, like oh, they're going to they're gonna respond? We were like eight and five. It was like, oh, fuck. First place for four days or whatever it was. And then there was no response. To me, that was an easier letdown than this year where it was a full conversation of good stuff. And then, like you said, ghosted. Just... Ghosted in a way like where you call and it says this number is restricted from you calling, like just for no reason. Um, and then we have daddy issues with our manager. So that's we, we're just completely messed up um, to personify the angels this year. 
we got to talk about Mike Trout. Um, yeah, staying on the field or or not staying on the field. I feel like Mike Trout's done for the season again. Me too. Um, you know, at this point, there's really no no reason for him to come back out and play if the rest of the team is going to keep playing the way that they are. Like he can come back, hit forty plus home runs, hundred plus RBIs, and we're still going to be under five hundred if the rest of the team isn't meeting him halfway at the minimum. So. At this point, for me, it's like there's no point in Mike Trout coming back, even if the severity of his injury seems significantly not as severe as they claim it to be. And maybe it's just a matter of him being like, I I have nothing to play for. We're going to be under 500 again. I'm not going to go out there and get injured. I'm going to go spend time with my kid and my wife and get ready for Eagles football. Probably get another kid going at the same time, which is going to take. Yeah, a why not? In. I don't know. Why Might as well start now. Get it, get it out of the way before spring training. We're going there this show, I guess. We're just, I don't know. I agree. I think he's done only because it feels a lot like last year in that sense. Where why come back? He's not even chasing an MVP at this point. If he was, there's another reason to come back. Uh, just like every year, playing for the individual awards. And the funny thing is, Mike Trout's the last guy in my head that would want to play for an individual award, you know, before the team. Maybe. He's already got three. He's yeah. already got three, so that he doesn't, too, he doesn't yeah. need it anymore. That too. Shohei being another one that comes to mind where he's like, I would trade any personal accolade for this team to just get over the hump. And by hump, I mean have a winning season, not even make the playoffs or win a round or win the whole thing. It's it's there's a long ways away, it feels right now. And going into the year, it felt like it was much closer a month into the season, it felt like it was even closer than that. So I guess to just shorten it up, it's like Trout's got to stay on the field. Like that's kind of the bottom line. Even if it's a bad season, it's like just just to fulfill the contract, I feel like he's got to stay on the field. He's turning into the judge story, you know, and judge didn't even miss that much time compared to Trout. I hate to be that guy, but I'm not even a big judge guy. It's just... I mean, incredible turning year, into Upton, you know, you know smallest yeah. the smallest inconvenience or the little paper cut on your finger you're out for a month at least and i'm not i'm not saying it's all his fault right i'm not saying he's a slow right. healer and he doesn't take care of himself obviously the guy is in better shape than i'll ever see in my entire life and most people will ever see it's one of those things where it's just when he gets hurt it just is lingering man it's yeah. lingering and he doesn't come back. And and granted, I don't blame him. Like you said, why would he come back? Why would he be working out extra hard to get back out on that field right now? I don't I don't see the motivation, and I don't blame him. I know he's, you know, obviously trying to get back. He always, I'm not saying he's slagging it. It's just you have to think in the back of his mind. He's why why you know, why? There, I mean, I I said it before in other podcasts. It's contingent on if the Angels are serious at the deadline, which. I'm not even going to hold my breath for it because... No, we're serious. What are we going to do besides Sell. trading Noah Syndergaard? <laughs> we're selling, baby. Syndergaard's going to trade. Where's he going to go? That's you, you mentioned earlier before we got on here, you thought Noah was going. Where's Thor going to end up? Asgard? The, the Asgard Angels? I know this might be contradictory to what you you and I were talking about earlier about a specific team selling at the deadline specifically in the NL and on the West completely wrong here folks I'll I'll go on record I feel like he might end up a San Francisco Giant and if not a San Francisco Giant then maybe an Atlanta Brave I could see that one more yeah 
Atlanta needs to just add whatever they can. They don't really need anything in a specific area, from what I can tell. They have offense. They have. I guess everybody could use starting pitching, right? They That's need what, some outfielders. I guess like um, last year, they do need outfield help. Yeah. Which I mean, ship out Joe Adele. Yeah. Maybe get back uh, Ian Anderson or something like that. Fine. I mean, he's pitching like an angel this year, so he'd fit right in. But trust him to. At least back. he has some playoff, playoff experience play. to. I don't know. One day lead us there. Shohei, back him up. Or vice Try anything versa. at this point. Yeah, and and that's a contract that already would would do. It's not not that much. If here's the other thing, if we signed a frontline starter, right, and we we get the big guy, let's say we got a big name in the last couple of years, I don't think I don't think things would be different. Like this year, it's the hitting. We're not fucking hitting, so you can complain about Artie, and while that is part of the problem, it's not the only problem. Yeah. Something happens when guys come here. Something happens when this team tries to to put things together. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like you look at Syndergaard's career stats, and even at the beginning of the season, he was more or less lights out. He had that bad start in Texas, but and that maybe like you know killed his confidence a bit. But prior to that, he was pitching fantastic. Um, Loop looked bad in spring training, but then figured it out at the start of the season. Tapera yeah. was locked in. Um, Bradley was locked in for the most part. was locked in. Like we were looking good. Rendon was out there. Even when we lost Fletch for a bit, we were able, like we got so much in middle infield depth this off season that we were able to go ahead and plug and play in regards to losing one of those guys. But then the entire ship sank. And I feel like it started as soon as Rendon went out after the Reed Detmers, no hitter. Yep. The no hitter. Everyone was high on life, including us. Rendon goes down. We we're like, okay, we kind of could have half expected this. I wasn't looking. I didn't think season-ending no surgery. I didn't think fourteen-game losing streak either. I didn't think that it was going to go that distance. And to me, when that was happening in the midst of the losing streak, that's when I knew, like, there's no bouncing back. I think when it hit, you know, ten probably, I was like, all right, double digits here. This is it's not what you hope for, and. I feel like every show we do from now to the end of the year is going to be like last year where we're just looking ahead to what's going to be the deal next year. And Pretty much. I mean, Nevin uh, got asked by Sam Blum of The Athletic about how, like, if it's hard to get players engaged with the amount of losses that we currently have. And Nevin basically said, yeah, it is hard, but I see it as a good opportunity for guys that – wouldn't be here given the circumstances getting playing time and seeing what it's like at a major league level. And to me, that doesn't sound like we're going to be turning it around anytime soon. It's like, we've already thrown in the towel. This is it. The guys that you see on the field, like Phil Goslin, um, Sierra, Joe Adele, that's what you're going to be seeing for the rest of the season with Shohei in there sprinkled in with the hopeful W from his arm and occasional home run. And that's going to be it. Probably Fletch coming back for a few games, and that's the excitement. That's all it's going to be. It's all it's going to be, and I think you're right. It, it's throwing in the towel. I mean, I'm not shocked. The record speaks for itself. It's it's awful. It's been a horrible two months now after a good month, month and a half, I guess. It's pathetic, man. There, there's no excuse for the team. Before we could make excuses, we'd get mad at people for saying the things that they'd say about the Angels. And like, I can't defend them anymore. I can't. 
I can't be like, oh, well, so-and-so's contract is coming off the books. Oh, we don't have any pitching. It's our owner's fault. He didn't go and get any pitching. All these things have happened. Contracts have come off the books. Owner actually went and got pitching or approved the GM of getting pitching. And we're in a worse place now than before when he didn't allow any of those things to happen. Yeah. So we've gone through GMs, we've gone through managers, we've gone through coaching staffs for the most part um, in the past couple of years. That's something we have to look forward to, I guess you could say, is the manager hunt this offseason and kind of predicting who we think it's going to be. I, I just have no clue off the top of my head. I just don't. Neither do I. I don't know if there's any managers that are going to be. I mean, why, why, why get someone who got fired, though, from a losing team? Mm-hmm. You have to look at why. You got Brad Osmus. And that did not work out well at all. Oh, it was a bad move. That was a bad move. The Madden thing I was happy about, I thought he wasn't really the problem. And as you could see, I mean, we're still better with him this year than we have been without him. Yep. I don't think it's directly on him or or praising him, whatever. Like, I don't think it's it, correlated. But It was a gamble of a decision by the organization to assume that firing the manager would result in the team being like, oh, shit, Joe got fired. Let's take Let's take things seriously now. And that that should never be, like, unless it's it's every single thing that's wrong with the ball club can be directly correlated to the manager. I don't think Joe Madden should have been fired. No, I don't think there was enough like bad moves. I mean, you only have so many guys in the bullpen to go to. I thought he did a decent job spreading that out. Right. The six man rotation, I wasn't a fan of, but that wasn't really a Madden thing. I think it's a Shohei thing. That's been an organization thing even yeah. before Shohei came along, though. I mean. I don't know what the Angels see as the benefit, but every other team, for the most part, has a five-man rotation. And even if you're a bad team, you still have the five-man rotation. It is what it is. I'd rather have a five-man and give him a day off once a week. Yeah, I think that would do better for him than six. Don't let him bat a game, or bring him in late. You know, keep him on the bench. Pinch hit if we're if if we're in a close game. By all means, bring him in to pinch hit. Yeah, I think that's the move, and maybe they'll make the adjustment. I'm not sure. It depends on who else we get in the bullpen. Because that's, I'm sorry, in the rotation. Because that's the other thing is like doing a six man rotation with our rotation. You're already adding another inexperienced guy in there. There's already four. You know what I mean? Like there's already four besides Shohei and Thor at this point. So you got Lorenzen. We could bring up briefly. Uh, he's possibly going to move somewhere. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I wouldn't put it past them doing that but i mean i really don't think he wants we, to what kind of return would we get for lorenzen i mean even if we combined a package of Syndergaard and lorenzen what what could we possibly get that's going to benefit this team going forward i just don't see what that could be considering like the arms already that we have are insufficient yeah what what's going to be better than Syndergaard and Lorenzen? You'd want to trade for more pitching or something, and that just wouldn't make any sense. Why would somebody give up pitching for pitching? Oh, you're right. But apparently that's what's going to happen. Either one of those guys are going to get shipped out, and at that point, like, are we looking at prospects, and how, how good of a prospect are we going to get for Where are they Noah Syndergaard coming off of Tommy John and not having a good bounce-back year like we hoped for, whereas everyone else in the league was like, Noah Syndergaard's going to have a bad year. And originally we were like, oh, he's proving everyone wrong. His velo is a little down, but, you know, it's the beginning of the season. He could ramp up like most pitchers do. Do you think maybe, like, 
damn, there's a voice crack. Do you think maybe he's overperformed though to what some people were thinking? Because I think maybe, maybe in a in a small market team, but that's not those aren't teams that I think we're gonna get a whole bunch from. Well, you had a pick earlier that I kind of liked. I don't remember it. Refresh my mind. You said Tampa. I mean, Tampa, he'd go to Tampa, but then we wouldn't be winning in that situation. Tampa would be. I think so, too. I think I could see him pitch there. could see him help Tampa get in the playoffs now that Boston's shat the bed. Um, That makes me happy. Should make all Angels fans happy. Yeah. Um, It sucks because he does say he likes being an Angel I think he does. I think him and Lorenzen sort of look like angels at this point. They 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 fit in. They've embraced this Southern California lifestyle and feels like they want to be here. I just want them to perform better. I wish they could stay here. I know. I wish they could stay here. You've seen flashes of both of them thinking, "Wow, we could have these guys for a while." These for could a, be for a bit. Lorenzen had the most wins mm-hmm. out of all the pitchers on the team. A couple staples in the rotation. Make Otani feel more comfortable. Like, okay, I have guys around me in the rotation. Uh, and, well, well, yeah. I don't, go ahead. To go some ahead. extent, you can make excuses for both Lorenzen and Syndergaard. Yeah. Syndergaard coming off of Tommy John, Lorenzen being transitioned into a starter. It's like... All things considered. We get nearly halfway through the season and Lorenzen, his arm is, you know, cooked. Yeah, it's tough. Because it, he's just had so many pitches thrown this year, so many innings. He, he normally pitches through to the sixth or seventh inning, if not at least the fifth. So he's throwing he a, a game, lot more compared to what he's no, used to, you know? Didn't he get into the eighth like with a no-hitter earlier in the year? Maybe it was a not a perfect game. I think he had a no-hitter. And it was a one-hitter. He got into the... No, he got into the ninth. Yeah, against the White Sox. Yeah. And that right cell yeah. blew the save, but he didn't... <laughs> like, we didn't lose, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah, that sounds about right, except the part where we won. He actually didn't blow the save. I, I say it's a blown save, but he gave up a shit ton of runs, and then we got out of there barely with a one-run lead. He he fucked up, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. And and that's another guy we can talk about briefly. I mean, he's not going anywhere. We're not shipping the contract, but I mean, we just have to hope he steps up again. What, at what point do you take him out of the closing role, though? You know, I think next year would be the year. I feel like it could have happened this year if uh, Jimmy Herkett didn't get injured. Oh, I, loved I feel like he would have been a great substitute because he was looking fantastic. He was the most reliable arm coming out of the bullpen up until Rysol started shooting the bed, and mm-hmm. you know, like you, you wouldn't think so with the lack of velocity, but he has a lot of movement on his pitches and also his delivery, the arm angle, stuff like that makes you effective. And he had it down to a T going into this year, so I don't know who would take over at this point. Probably Quijada, just because he has the lowest ERA, but even then. You're still kind of a little hesitant to bring in Quijada in yeah. that kind of situation. I think he kind of wants like velocity for a closer too. I mean, I know Herget, but it's just I feel like going from a starter that's throwing ninety five to Herget and then to a closer throwing ninety nine is a great move. Well, if uh, Lorenzen has arm issues at this point of the season with the amount of innings and pitches that he's thrown, I feel like. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to potentially transition him to the back end of the bullpen for the remainder of the year. See how he does. See yeah. how he does. Um, or again, we're obviously not coming back from this far below 500 
the season's pretty much over. But uh, maybe give Lorenzen a little tryout there in the back end of the bullpen. You still got Rysel for three more years after this. Maybe he could be a setup guy or whatever. Maybe Lorenzen finds himself as a closer. I think it's two more years. I think this was the first year of the deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, just scared me. Or, or not just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think, I'm yeah. I'm in danger. That's, yeah. Whoops. I think you're right. Or whoever brought this up was right. We're both right in that he's, especially if he keeps blowing it or not looking solid. It's not even, he doesn't have to blow the save. If he makes the game uncomfortable when he should not be, if we're up by three runs and, you know, goes to 3 2. I don't know. Never was a huge fan of Rysel. I know there's some super fans out there. I love when he does well. I think he's very entertaining. Sunflower seed toss was awesome. I don't care what anybody says. I know it's pretty bad. It was kind of useless, but it, it was good content when the Angels had nothing good going at all. So. It was a little good tomfoolery. Not, not, nothing harmful. He didn't hurt anybody. No. Now, could have seen him throw a shoulder out doing that. Yeah. And that's that the most angel thing ever. affected us. That's I mean, right. What it, would it have though? Like he's barely pitched since yeah, since then. Yeah, or even before that. We have not seen him at all. He came in. He came in the other day. Yeah, randomly. And it was it, it was when we were winning like nine to one or some shit, right? Eight to one. We it wasn't a safe situation. He just hadn't pitched for like two weeks, so it's like I'll throw Rysel in there because like, well, we're paying him. Yeah, paying him eighteen million bucks. He better fuck have him be a, a spot starter. Opener. Just for shits and giggles. Have him be an opener and throw at people. Yep. Phil Nevin. Yeah, Phil Nevin. The Phil Nevin special. Yep. He needs to get fired, dude. I, I don't think... No, he already said. Again, if... He's if not this, coming back. This is the... Like, if we have officially thrown in the towel, then it's like, what are we doing? Like, we're, we're wasting time. He knows he's got to the end of the year, and that's it. Will he stick around and be the third base coach again? Maybe. Will no. he Will he want to? Probably I not. I think he's done. I think he would rather be done too. He'll get picked up somewhere, doing something. Probably go back to to New York with Tyler Wade. Who knows? I don't see him as a New York guy, but I could I could see him in pinstripes. Well, that's where he was before. Yeah, I just don't see him as like you mm. know. I just maybe he'll stay right here, Kansas City, where we're watching the game live. He could stay up in Kansas City. Maybe go to Oakland, hang out with Brad Osmus. Angels graveyard. Sosha's coming back. No, I'm <laughs> I think he is. It's just not going to be with the Angels. You think he's coming back I somewhere? think when he does come back, it's going to be whenever the Dodgers get rid of Dave uh, Roberts. Okay, okay. You did say that before. I think you did bring that up. It'll be like a semi-nostalgia factor, semi-we-need-to-change-things-up. We've been doing the analytics thing. We were only able to win a Mickey Mouse World Series. We need a guy like Sosha to come in and turn this organization around. Yeah, that's your guy. Imagine he gets on the five south instead of five north his first day. Like, oh shit. He's like, wait a second. Whoops. I gotta sit in that traffic? Fuck. He shows up, he's like, Yeah, I'm here for the game. Uh Mr. Sosha, you're in the wrong vicinity. You're due about thirty five miles up north. And it's gonna take you at least five hours to get there given this time of day. And then he gets there and starts putting his gear on, like, oh wait, whoops. Okay, what does Sosha drive? What's he drive? Sosha drives a Lincoln sedan, a spacious Lincoln sedan. He was uh, got caught by those commercials, huh? McConaughey yeah. got him. Yeah. He's like, damn, that guy's cool. I kind of look like that guy, huh? He asked his wife. The Italian yeah, in him. Yeah. 
<laughs> He's like, it's a fucking Lincoln. And I, yeah, his favorite. For those of you, his favorite show. Listening, I'm doing the Italian Yo. hand thing. You got to talk with your hands. Yeah. And eat, eat spaghetti with your fork. He's got gabagool in the glove compartment. Mm-hmm. The gabagool compartment. Yeah. He's got a one of the fancy Lincolns with a TV. He's got the Sopranos on. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Soch. Good for him. I never hated him. I, I hated him being the manager at one point. I always liked him, though. I always thought, you know, he had some great runs. I mean, not just the World Series, but in general, 04, 05. I mean, there was some great years, 09. Um, not so much 14, but it was time for him to go then, and I, I we're not going to bring him back, but seeing him kind of get involved in baseball again and then seeing him at the... 20-year anniversary game. Yeah, he should still be involved with baseball just because it's not with us. I mean, Joe Madden will probably be back with some other team, and that's fine. That's another thing we're going to have to talk about once it once it comes around is where's he going to go? What kind of team is going to take that chance? I mean, there's going to be one. There's a shortage on managers. I just don't think. He might take over for Dusty Baker when he retires. Who knows? Baker. What about Chicago? White Sox. They're not going to bring him. go to Chicago, him. too. I go to the White that. Sox instead. I could totally see that. He'd be like cool with all those young guys, like, you know. Hey man, you guys want to smoke some weed? Yeah, you know, you know, you know, man. You know, Timmy. Timmy's a great guy. Uh, Timmy, I just gotta let him be, and uh, and uh, we're just gonna, yeah, we'll just do that. Don't have call him any names. Don't call him any names. Though. Had my morning wine, and uh, yes, you know, I just decided going forward through the rest of the season that everyone's gonna play their own game, and uh, I'm just here if they need me. You could see him at like a. a Punk rock show, Chicago, whatever the venue is there, just gets the, the mohawk. Yeah, gets it there at the concert. God, I really wanted to see the mohawk. I thought there'd be a photo surface somewhere, but I'm sure he has been in his house ever since. I'm day. sure he shaved it off as soon as he found out he was fired. He was like, "Well, fuck this." I would have posted like a bunch of photos and been like, "Look what I did for you," and then, or you know what? I wouldn't have, but I would have taken the photos. I would have saved him until now when we've gone fucking 12 and 40 or whatever it is since he since he's gone. Then post him and say, look what you could have had. You could be 50 and 32 right now. But Just give me a chance. It's like, Joe, we lost 14 in a row. It's like, bad vibes. That's all it was. Brought, brought the good vibes back. That's all it was. Bad vibes. Uh, Fuck, that'd be hilarious. I just wanted to see it. Watch he starts his new manager job with a fucking mohawk. That'd be sick. That'd be a power move. He goes and manages the Guardians. Shows up. Gosh. Fucking Wild Thing style. Charlie Sheen. Wild Thing haircut. I could see that. I could see him going to Cleveland too. Maybe not. Did you know what baseball movie I watched recently? Let's hear it. Bull Durham. Okay. Bull Durham is one of the worst baseball movies I have ever seen. One, because... 25% is about baseball and the other 75% is about this old lady who likes to have sex with minor league players. And she picks one every season and fucks them until they get called up. That's and a she, great she, summary. Yeah. She makes sure that the one that she picks is guaranteed to get called up at some point during that season so that she doesn't have to fuck them throughout the entirety of the year or have them stick around when the season's over. From knocked up to called up. And then Kevin Costner likes this lady, but she doesn't like she likes him, but she wants to fuck the young guy. Mm-hmm. So she's like, Oh yeah, you're great and all, but I'm gonna pick the young guy. And he's like, All right, go fuck yourself then. And then she's like, What do you mean? Like, 
we could still be friends. And he's like, no, I don't want to be friends. And then he has to be the mentor for the guy that she's fucking. It's like a, yeah, terrible film. I was going to say you're wrong. It is the worst baseball movie of all time. He says one of the worst. Uh, sure, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll say twice. it's the worst. Uh, of like the I'll put it behind the scout. Touted. Thank you. I appreciate that. You didn't even finish that movie either. I did. But, I, I watched oh, the whole thing. Oh, did you? Oh, you yeah. did. You did. We yeah. didn't finish it together. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, it has to be. You could at least laugh at a couple parts of that movie. This was just a bad movie. The first movie. 30 minutes of the scout has a decent amount of humor. And then there's some good Michael Rappaport or whatever the fuck. Yeah, the Michael Rappaport scenes were great. <laughs> I, I, even, I just even, even when he first gets to to down south to find uh, whatever the, or Steve Nebraska. Yeah, Steve Nebraska, the eighth one of the world. After that, <laughs> once he gets once he gets to New York, it's annoying. It gets into like some weird shit, and the girl that he tries, to, she's kind of weird. That part's fine, but if you put it behind Bill Durham, I would have walked out this fucking thing right now it has to be in front of it, it could be right in front of it barely but you got to put it in front of that movie i don't it's know why movie. like I'd, ne- I'd never seen it and i thought like like i hear people talk about bull durham sometimes yeah. and it's like oh that must be a good movie put it uh, on sonk was very confused at the beginning and i realized like this movie has basically nothing to do with baseball and everything to do with an old lady wanting to fuck a young guy i saw a lot of things recently about the sandlot being highly overrated movie <clears throat> and i think really it's Give me names. Of, so yeah, I can go yeah. to their house and I'll give you generations. <laughs> it's it's a bunch of eighteen year olds that didn't grow up with the movie, you know. Because I feel like even though we were born after the movie, I was born right after you were a couple years after. It was still like ingrained in like childhood, you know, like the Lion King, like these movies, Toy Story. They came out in the mid nineties. Yeah, we watched those growing up over and over and over, and so maybe that's part of it. But I think objectively, The Sandlot's a good movie. It's a it's a narrated movie, which is if I've said that here before, it's like my favorite movies are all narrated a lot of times. Very like emotionally connected. There's a story within a story. It's not just kids. And the kids are good actors for the most part. I think Smalls is the worst actor, which is really weird to me that he's like the main guy. I think the other kids are kind of like... He's probably the guy that it seems like he's like reading off the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Squints is awesome. Like, like there's so many... like. The other kids could be in Stranger Things, or they could be in so like I feel like they could act in movies, like yeah. you know, bigger movies. Small seems like he'd be on a Hallmark movie, yeah, where they're literally reading the script yeah. as they record. You got a fireplace? Yeah, throw that script in there, man. You mean that's <laughs> the same guy? Yeah, yeah. Who Baby, is she? Who is she? Christ, that's that's a great movie with great lines, quotable lines, and everybody knows it. Even if you didn't grow up watching it, it's like you've seen it now. Fourth of July movie for me every year. You know, it's on, it's on TV sometimes uh, around then. I don't know. It was shot in Utah, which kind of... That's weird. Interesting. I know. I thought it was California. I thought it was California. I mean, yeah. they say it's California, but, you know, you could shoot it anywhere, basically. I think it's because Utah in the 90s looked like California in the 60s. Okay. Does that make sense? So they were going, like, 60s California, suburban kind right. of... Yeah. Sandlot's still there. It's an actual um, field, I don't think. I don't think it's a baseball diamond. Can you actually play on it, though? It, I mean, you can go to it. Mm. I plan on it. It's the first reason I've found to go to Utah. So hopefully there's a few more and I can get over there. I've been to Zion, but I wish I knew that. The Sandlot I, I could have gone there. It's probably deep in That's the Utah. thing. Everyone says Zion, but isn't that like right on the corner? Like it's Utah, yeah. but it's like by default. It's still the... It's, it's a Wyoming closer, right? Like up there? 
I, I don't remember I which it's state. South but... Utah. Like oh, okay, maybe it's Utah. it's like New Mexico. You can go border through or Vegas, uh, through Nevada, and then you eventually get to Utah. Yeah, yeah, and Colorado's to the right. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I heard there's a lake there. Um, the Salt Lake Bees play there. Could go to true, one of their games. True. See a winning baseball team. That one lake. I heard there's a lot of salt in it. A lot of salt in that lake. If you like salt water. Um, Mormon people. Nice people. Yeah, Mormons. Nice people. They wear pajamas when they when they go out for the day. Underneath their clothes. Is that a thing? Yeah. Just so they're ready for bed again when they get home? No, no, no. So they're not really pajamas. That's me being ignorant. Uh, it's like a... Uh, oh, continue. Being it's ignorant. like an undergarment of some sort. Oh, like long johns. Long johns, essentially, that they have to wear so that their skin isn't exposed. And on technicality, uh, like, you know, like there's there's hardcore people with every religion. But y- yes, yes. With the, we'll call them the long johns. I like to call them pajamas, but... Uh, that's kind of what I picture though when you say that I think I have seen this now that you're you're exposed to I believe either shower with them on and then when you get out as you're taking off one long john you put on the other now you're just messing with me no I'm being dead serious it's either that or this is when when you're getting into the shower you take off the old long john and then before you get out of the shower, you, you put, put on the new long john. Okay, so a little, little I, I, better. Again, like I am extremely er- or ignorant. I do not know anything about Mormonism other than this little detail that I've heard about. Other than that, I'll tell you what they do have is a winning take... baseball team yes. in the in the area. But yes. no, I, that's interesting. I just because I grew up like playing actually baseball and like having friends at school like Mormon kids and stuff. Nothing like that though. So I think you're right. It's like there's extreme. No matter where you go, but that's that's okay. Google's gonna gonna find me looking that We're up. We're gonna that's get canceled. Yeah, <laughs> FBI. Tyler doesn't know anything about the Long Johns, and yeah. it shows. Yeah, you know what? Bees fans are gonna be in the mentions. Yeah, <laughs> bees fans gonna be sending us photos of their fucking. Oh man, we got to talk about anything but the angels. That's the point. It's a good time to talk about it now with the trade li- deadline coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. Got, this is episode 49, so episode 50. Um, trade Deadline Spectacular. Trade Deadline Spectacular, the second annual one. That is. We'll have our producer back here. Um, he's didn't want to come in today. He's not feeling very well because of the angels. Um, and also, we shunned him. He's been cheating on us a little bit. Um, not another podcast, but another baseball team. He's been going up north to uh, Chavez Ravine. I'm watching some Dodger games and having a grand old time. Saying like, oh, my cousin got me the ticket, so it's okay. But I'm pretty sure you could always say no to your cousin. He gets off work, drives past Angel Stadium, which he works right next to, and yep. sits in two hours of traffic to get in Dodger Stadium by the fourth inning. So it's simply not right. He can continue to do that and uh, see some winning baseball as well. It's good for him. Uh, he does need a taste of that once in a while, being a new fan, so... Got to give him a little bit, a little bit of leeway, but I don't know. We're we're due for a game. I know it's, you know, it's bad right now. I get it, but we're we're due. July they were gone all month. We didn't go to any games, or I didn't. I think you went to one. Um, I'd go to a game, you know, next week or whenever we're, whenever we're here. I'd go. I'd go. Eh. I, I'm due. Eh. I went to I went to Ducks games late last year. I mean, I, I can I can handle it. 
I'm just um, so indifferent at this point. I'd strategically pick the game, you know, show hey maybe or right good team coming to town. Even if we do lose, get to see somebody that we don't usually get to see or something like that. Do the Braves come here? I think they do. I believe they do. Or they're that one team that we just go to and they don't come oh, here. But be so I'll go bad. ahead and pull it up on the schedule. Yeah, pull it up for me because I'd buy tickets right now. If uh, normally we have a producer to do these things, but he, again, he decided not to come in because I can just hear him feeling. getting mad at us. Just um, hear him. You know what? You know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> Going to a Dodger podcast. All right. So uh, you ready for some bad news? Oh, uh, you were right. They don't come here. The Braves don't come here. It's one of those series that we just go there and and that's it. Not even brave enough to fly to the West Coast. Good one. I want to see Acuna. I know, it's great. I want to see Acuna, and I wanted to see... Um, I didn't really want to see Olsen, actually. He'd probably, probably tear us up. Um, As he did while we were there. I want to see Max Fried pitch. Like, There's just guys I'd want to see. Um, that's a bummer. Anything else interesting on the schedule? Team, any NL East teams coming over? We had no. the, We had the Marlins. The rest is all AL, the majority of it being the West. Uh, the only exciting team really coming to town will be the Yankees at the end of August. Oh, I didn't know that. So uh, we got... I don't have tickets already. Or Texas for this weekend coming up. Following that series is Oakland. Then we hit the road to go to Seattle and Oakland. Then we come back here to play against Minnesota and Seattle. Then we go to Detroit. Oh, a lot of Seattle coming up. Tampa Bay and Toronto. Then we come back to town to play against the Yanks, the Astros, and the Tigers. Then we go back to Houston again. Then we go to Cleveland. Then we come back here, play Seattle again. God. Then we go to Texas again. Then we go to Minnesota to play the Twins again. Then we come back to town to play Oakland and Texas back to back. And then we finish the year in Oakland. Dude, there's a lot of Oakland, Oakland left. A lot of games against Oakland. I think we mentioned this before that like it's the one reason why you wouldn't consider us out because Oakland isn't a good ball club, but we just can't beat them. Can't beat them anyway. Seattle's now good. Yep. We made them good. Phil Nevin. He fucked us. Was that four series with Seattle, five with Oakland or something you just yeah. said? It's four with Texas? All Every AL West team. Every AL West team multiple times. But we can't get an NL East team to come over here that isn't the fucking Marlins. Nope. We did see a good game with them, but would have liked to see the Mets come over. Or, or didn't the Mets come here? Mets did come here. Yeah, the Mets did come They here. did. So the Mets were here. I wasn't that interested, I guess. We didn't go, but Scherzer wasn't pitching. That's why. We would have been there. He was injured, unfortunately. Yeah, if Max was there, we know. We know you would have been there for sure. Uh, I don't know. I'll pick a game. I, I do want to go. Just the season's going to be over, and we're going to say, ah, we should have gone to a couple more. I just it's cheap. Just waiting for hockey at this point. Same here. Same Even though here. the Ducks aren't going to be a whole lot better, they're going to be better. You're going to see the wheel turn. You're going to see the wheel turn, and you're going to see a lot of regression from some teams in the division. San Jose's not getting any better. Vegas is getting worse. Vancouver's not getting any better. Calgary just got a lot worse. Calgary just lost their best player. I don't, tell you he's going to florida matthew chuck going to florida told calgary i'm not staying here Uh, they lost their second best player goudreau so they're going to take a step back it's just edmonton so one team so the ducks could could do something kings are good too kings are good too Uh, but we'll be in the mix hopefully longer than the angels were 
I mean, we basically had the same year as the Ducks. Started out in first place. We're doing really well. And then we just tanked. Yeah, but even, <clears throat> excuse me, even the Ducks were within an arm's length of a wild card spot halfway through the year, a little bit after. Like, Fair. And they didn't lose 14, or let's let's make it right, seven, right? Cut it in half because it's a half season or the amount of games. They didn't lose seven in a yeah. row. They didn't fire the coach. They didn't, like, and then we shipped Delorier, we shipped Lindholm, right. Getzloff got injured. Well, and that's the thing. We're in a rebuild and don't have the two best players in the game. You give us Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid, I think the Ducks are half decent. Yeah. But, but Otani and Trout, it's like nothing. It doesn't do anything. I know they're different sports, and I know an individual can impact a hockey game more than a baseball game. It's just true. The only position I see that can impact a, a game more would be a starting pitcher. And Otani does that when he pitches. Gets no help, it doesn't matter. You know, it's like a goalie standing on his head, but nobody scores. You're not going to win. It's the same thing. It's true. Just cross all the universe of sports. But no, you're right. It's almost hockey season. Uh, I know football fans, all you out there gearing up too. It's that's going to be first, right? That's coming. Yep, I think about a month. At right, the end of August is when yeah. it starts. My Jaguars going to be uh, under five hundred. A little, little better this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I picked such a bad team. I wanted to pick a team that was in a rebuild when I became a fan. So a couple of years ago, I was like, all right, let's do this. Trevor Lawrence is phenomenal, but that's kind of all they have. So we'll see. I know your Packers are looking pretty good. Saw Rogers rocking that uh, Freddie Mercury look today. That Seemed was... a little weird. <laughs> it looked like he got out of his car, walked a little bit, dropped his bag on the floor and then kept walking. And there wasn't any more footage after that. So I have no idea what that's about, but looked like when you created a player in a video game, and just put like a funny outfit on him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You're just dead serious too, and we'll see. They look good. I don't. I don't know much, but I know they're probably one of the best teams in the in the league. We'll see. I think they either make it to the playoffs again, or they go under 500, right? Or sit at 500. And then I know there's the Rams. Let's do it real quick. The Rams uh, rings. Did you see those championship rings? I did not. Oh my, they're incredible. Probably the best one out of the champions this year uh, from all the sports. They put SoFi Stadium in the ring. So, like, you open the top of it, and then it's looking in, like, oh, it is, stadium. Isn't it, doesn't it light up, too? Yeah. I think okay, I've up. seen them then. Yeah. I know what they look like. Like, the logos, cool. whatever. I'm not a fan of the Rams logo, like, LA with the ring. Like, it's okay. Yeah. But the ring itself is, I got to give him props. It's really good. That's Jer- pretty sick. Yeah, Jared Weaver posts a lot about the Rams. He's a big fan. And he, I think, retweeted it. But, yeah, looks pretty good. Happy for all you uh, Rams fans. I'm sure there's a few. Let's talk about All-Star Weekend real quick before we wrap up. Uh, that happened, yep. We've talked about it before, the home run derby. Juan Soto winning it all despite Julio Rodriguez just absolutely crushing every ball in sight there up until the final round. Uh, share share with me what you said about the home run derby and how, how you feel about it. Um, About the format and everything? Yes, the format. It's, it's dumb. It's stupid. I think it needs to go back to the 10 outs. I liked it so much more. Um, not just saying that because, oh, I remember when I was a kid, Vladdy and, and different home run derbies and this. No, I honestly think it's a better format to find out who's the, the best home run hitter. Uh, if you go second in that round, you can be screwed the way the format is now. Same way if you go first, you can be. It's like, they'll hit a home run, try to follow it with one half of the screen in the camera, and then the other half of the screen is on the batter, already swinging at the next pitch. You get mixed up as to which what. To me, the kids in the outfield are at risk. I mean, they're they're tracking a ball, and there's already another one coming. 
I think you agreed with me. I I much prefer yeah. the old version. Of, I mean, of I, the I had it movie. on casually while working, and I would look away and look back, and somehow they literally just started with ten seconds in, and there's four home runs on the board, and that's impressive. I'm not discounting it's the hitters, but it's also like, what did I what did I just miss simply by looking away for ten seconds? And you want to know my other two big issues is one, I missed the home run calls. Back, 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 yeah. back, back. Chris Berman. Oh, that's a moonshot. And you see yeah. how far it was, and you can admire every home run. And then if they need a second to take a breath, they take a breath. And that brings me to my next point. This format is not real good for the bigger fellas, right? Yeah, and to me, not- those are the best home run hitters in the game. That's what they do. That's the only thing they do sometimes. Why are we making it into a workout regimen? where you got to breathe like Tom Cruise and fucking Top Gun to keep, you know, you're swinging how many times in a minute? Just give him a second, man. He just hit a ball 500 feet. It even messed up Shohei when he did it. Yep. And Shohei's probably the most athletic person in Major League Baseball right now. Even after his first round, he was dying. Yep. I think they need to do an athletic sort of competition like all the other All-Star games do where... There's multiple events, not just a home run derby. Maybe do a, I mean, it could be dangerous, I guess, if you do anything with diving or running the bases. I think running the bases would be phenomenal. Like a race, like a time, you know, yeah. how quick yeah, around the bases. One, one, someone start at first, someone start at second, relay, some shit like well, that. Well, I was thinking more just like you time them. You go from first to home. Yeah, like time from first to home, how long it is, and then who wins. You know, that means you're taking the best route. You're hitting the inside corner of the bag with mm-hmm. your inside foot, or excuse me, outside foot, whatever, however you want to put it. Stuff like that for the guys that are athletic. Yeah. And then let the big boys eat in the home run derby where they're supposed to be. And I'm not saying every home run hitter now is a big guy. I mean, look at Rodriguez. Yeah. Maybe he's tall and lanky, but he's not a big guy. He's in best shape of anybody who's in the derby. So guys like Pete Alonso, Albert, Kyle Schwarber, I think if you give them that old format, it's no contest. Yeah. I mean, maybe with Rodriguez. He was on one that night. I don't know what he took before he went out there. Give me some of that. That's who I remember. It's like I got to think twice to remember who won, too. Like Juan Soto won, but I think it was Rodriguez his night. J-Rod, man. Did I tell you that was my nickname back in the day? J-Rod. I had a rod in my arm from surgery, and my teammates, they call me J-Rod. I thought you were pulling my leg for a second. No, I, no, I it's true. It now. It's, it's in my like yearbook, like, signed and everything from the end there was never one in the big leagues and that's happy to pass that on sick some residuals maybe. j-rod yeah it's a good i mean j-rod and t-cast rhymes with a- yeah let's go well no one ever called me t-cast back in little league that no i mean that would have been a cool nickname you came up with that name did i you came up with t-cast i know like we did like at some point like our friend group but i didn't know i did that's cool yeah taking full credit for the youtube name and everything yeah i owe you residuals and I'm no longer J-Rod because the rod is gone. So that's all right. I don't need a nickname. It's, it's too good. I couldn't beat TCAS. And then the one I did have, not going to get better than J-Rod. Don't have that cool of a last name. Tallywhacker's pretty good. Oh, yeah. That was a horrible name, but it, it didn't stick. So that's good. Good old Mr. Markle. Shout out high school teachers yeah. that were cool. Because you Some. remember so many bad ones. Few. But you always Few remember were cool. the good ones. Yep. Few were cool. Mr. Markle was one of them. Well, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, um, no. Shohei's still performing phenomenally. Um, season's over. Trout's off the field. Trout's off the field. Probably not coming back. 
Rooting for back. the Yankees at this point. I don't fucking know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, Clip it's it. A jo- it's a joke. It's Clip a joke. it. It's a joke. It's a joke. Okay, we're joking. Go Red Sox. Yeah, go Red Just Sox. Just kidding. Fuck yourselves. It's a horrible month and a half. Keep going down. Love it. Angels fans should love it too. Watch them go down. They've given us so many problems. And it's probably time to pick a team to root for um, going down the stretch. I'm going to change mine up this year. I expect you to do the same. Change up, pick a team that you wouldn't normally root for that's looking good that you maybe want to get right. on the bandwagon. All, we'll right. All right, Come out with that maybe, not next week because we'll be doing the trades, maybe a couple weeks. When we're so far out of it and so far down and the playoffs are coming up, I think it'd be fun to pick, a, pick okay. another team. I'll have Ivan do one as well. Hopefully we all don't pick the same one. Um, it's like no Giants for you. He's going to pick the Dodgers. He... What other, gonna, team, no, what gonna, other team does he know? We're going to say the no. There's going to be one caveat or whatever for each person. You can't pick the Giants. I can't pick the Yankees. And he can't pick the Dodgers. Okay. That's fair. He's going to pick the Yankees. Yeah. Probably. I, I'll guess who you're going to pick later. But yeah, I think it'd be fun if we did that and then just kind of hop on a little bit of a bandwagon. Most teams will probably lose too because maybe it's our fault. Maybe we're the toxic fans that are causing the teams to be poor. Could be. Sadly. I don't know, but we'll be back next week. Uh, do we know when we're coming? I guess Tuesday. It's the deadline. The day but... of the trade deadline. Uh, probably after most of the, the trade deadline has yeah. all the action has gone down. But we'll be there to recap everything that that happens, uh, whether it involves the Angels or not. We'll be live. We'll be live. It'll be episode fifty. Episode fifty, and we'll have a giveaway. Yes, during we the live, we'll be stream. having a giveaway. At so least one. Get ready for that. It'll be fun. And we'll post about it in case nobody's listening. Exactly. Got it. All right. Well, uh, any f- All right. I think that was your final thought. I think I don't have, have any more thoughts. thoughts. That's more thoughts than I thought we'd have, actually. I'm surprised we made it this far. I thought. I thought we thought. I thought we were done after 10 minutes. Could have been. Yeah. Glad we weren't. It's a decent episode. Good game going on here. It's about to end. That's a victory. Anyway. Like that baby egg. Like that baby egg. Big fly. Absolutely gooby trade deadline next week. Gooby.